Motivation is not going to strike, so stop waiting for it and let's get started. Sometimes just a few minutes of effort leads to the momentum you need to get the job done. This Saturday episode is meant to be your jumpstart to get the ball rolling. You can stop at five minutes or you can keep on going. But either way, grab your donation bag and amaze yourself at what you're going to get done in five minutes. Hey girls, let's get 2024 off to a great start. I'm bringing back the program that sparked it all. Pruning to Prosper didn't start as a podcast. It started as an idea, an idea to help women clear the stuff that is preventing them from being the woman God is calling them to be. Beginning January 14th, we embark on a six-week journey of faith-based, inspired action to get your heart, home, and wallet in line with God's plan for you. And guess what? It's not at 5 a.m. Yay! Join me every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the weekly prayer, lesson, discussion, and one-to-one coaching. And Wednesday evenings from 8 to 9 p.m. for accountability, questions, motivation, and more coaching. Even better than the relevant topics is the tribe of like-minded women you will meet. I have met the greatest women through this podcast and these programs, and you will too. Click the link in the show notes to sign up. The Zoom link will be emailed one week ahead of time. I hope to see you there. Now, let's get to today's podcast episode. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to a Saturday episode of Pruning to Prosper, the podcast where we prune away all the stuff standing between you and the woman that God has called you to be. And on Saturday mornings, we declutter together. I don't think you can get a bag for today's topic, but I think today is more use the five minutes to make a plan, okay? So you're not going to need a bag or a box right now. But let's begin Saturday as we begin every Saturday with setting our intention. So if you have something you, you just don't feel like doing ever, like exercise or cleaning or baking or making dinner or doing something, offer it up. I always find it a lot easier to get a task done when I'm using it as a prayer for somebody else. So whomever or whatever is coming to your mind right now, let's offer up this five minutes for them. Secondly, what are you going to enjoy while you do the task you don't feel like doing? So maybe you pop in the earbuds, you get some good music going, you crank up the tunes, you listen to a good audible book, something like that that you're going to enjoy while you're doing the task. And lastly, what's your reward? Make sure it's appropriate. As always, we're not going on a Caribbean cruise for paying off $100 of debt, you know, and just like we're not going to take the whole day off from doing nothing for our families if we do five minutes of work. So keep it in line. If you do five minutes of decluttering, maybe you let yourself scroll on Instagram for 15 minutes, okay? So kind of keep everything in line always. All right, I've got five minutes on the clock. Today, we are doing kids' furniture. So like I said, Maybe you're not actually going to get this done right now, but you'll just go in and make a plan. Okay. Sometimes this helps to have a friend with a fresh set of eyes come and look at not just your kid's bedroom, but maybe your whole house. If you're feeling kind of claustrophobic in your house and there might be a lot of stuff, but some homes I've been into, they simply have a lot of furniture. Um, and the basements and attics and garages filled with the furniture from other people's homes is a whole other episode. I think we may have covered that already. But specifically, let's talk about kids' bedrooms, okay? Sometimes 
there is stuff, stuff meaning furniture, on every piece of wall. Okay, so I remember Nate, oh gosh, who is that guy that was on Oprah? He got really big after being on Oprah. The designer, Nate Burgess. He would say it was kind of like you walk into a room and it was like, stick them up. You know, like everyone's like up against the wall and like every wall has furniture on it or there's a hanging shelf or there's, you know, a high desk with shelves on it. Okay, so go in there and look at your kids' rooms because where there is a surface, a child will fill it. So in general, in kids' bedrooms, I try to encourage people to keep it very minimal. If you if there's a closet where they can hang up the clothing or there's shelves in there that you can stack sweaters or jeans or something, definitely utilize it. Maybe just do little cubbies in there that you can fold clothing. Because if you give a kid a side table and a desk and a low, ta- low dresser and a high dresser, they are going to cover every single surface of it. Um, I recently, actually, I recently got rid of the, um, it was like a, a really pretty upholstered stool that each girl, my little girls, um, they share a bedroom. So I had a stool at the foot of each bed and the one got broken. And so then I thought, oh, do I go to all this trouble to fix it? Or like, what do I do? They were still really pretty, but the one was broken. So I thought, okay, I have to get rid of this. And I did keep the other one. So the other kid has it. But the other thing I noticed was they were always filled with stuff, which kind of got on my nerves because I fold my kids' laundry and I'll stack it in the foyer upstairs, the hallway upstairs, according to kid. So I don't put it away for them, but I I don't mind folding laundry. I actually kind of enjoy it. But it's their job to take their pile and put it away. And a lot of times I don't go into the rooms all day until I go to tuck them in at night. So that's when I'll find out that they didn't do their chore of putting their clothes away. And maybe they just put it on their bed. Well, now they're going to bed. So if it's really late and I'm just too tired to deal with it, I'm like, just do it tomorrow morning. But then it would move to the footstool or the the stool at the, the foot of the bed, right? And then before you know it, there's like two days of laundry just on that stool. It's kind of the equivalent to us of the treadmill or maybe you have a chair that, you know, the joke is... Where do you put something that's not clean enough to go back in the closet, but not dirty enough to go in the hamper? Enter the chair, right? So the more places we have that attract clutter, guess what? The more clutter is going to be there. So today is a very, um, it's hopefully is a very simple one for you. If the furniture is broken, if it's not safe, if it's outgrown, maybe you have a crib and your kid has been in a, a big girl bed for three years, take the time today to take the crib down. See if you can't bless another family with it. If you think that your family is complete, um, cribs, high chairs, pack and plays, those sort of things are, I will be honest, they are a little bit hard to get rid of because of all the regulations. However, in my area, if you still live in the Lehigh Valley, if you're listening to this in Lehigh Valley, the Salvation Army does still accept these things. So that's kind of my, when I have a, a client with any baby items, that's where I take it. Um, so yes, just look at that kind of furniture. If you can get rid of it, go ahead and get rid of it. Any kind of little shelves in a child's bedroom that you absolutely don't need if it's just for decoration, if they're totally filled with clutter, I would just try to get rid of it because 
clutter attracts clutter. Kids are just going to throw stuff wherever they find it. So the less surfaces you give a child, the better you're going to feel in, in your overall vibe of your house. Ideally, I saw this on House Hunters the other day. They were looking at an old cabin. I think it was built in the 1940s. And it had drawers built into the wall. Oh, there's our time. Time is up, you guys. It had drawers built into the wall. And I said to my husband, I was like, oh my God, that's like the cutest thing. It's like built-in drawers. That's like the ideal situation where you don't have a top of a dresser. It's just in the wall. So anyway, take today to look at your kid's bedroom furniture. See if you're actually giving your kids enough room to kind of live and breathe. Or is there just so much furniture? Is it too big for this space? You know, does the kid have a double or a queen size bed when really the room is meant more for a single bed? Do they have bunk beds? And maybe there's only one child in that room. So the one bunk or the other gets just piled up with junk or stuffed animals. Is it time to take down the bunk bed? Is it time to revisit the whole layout of the room? You know, it's always, I always loved when I was a little kid changing my room around and giving it a really good clean. I don't know, I should have probably pursued interior decorating or something because I was always changing my room around and redecorating. So anyway, have a great day today, guys, um, and try to bless another family. If you have any furniture that you are no longer needing today, if there's high chairs that need to leave your house, if maybe the furniture isn't necessarily in the kid's bedroom, maybe it's in the garage or the attic, just kind of like give it a, a good run around your house and see if there's any little bits of furniture here or there that you could bless another family with. Have a great day. I'll see you on Wednesday. 